0: everybody doing? This here is episode 11. We're in season two of the Ways World Podcast. Think about that, y'all. We are in our second season. This is like the 34th episode of the Ways World Podcast so far. Two, well, let me start here because I was about to go. Let me just start here real quick so I can get myself out the way. Tell
1: so there um, where we are first. First
0: off, we're not in our normal location. We are at my mom's house in Gary. Um, I came down to Gary to see my mom because her birthday is tomorrow.
2: Woo! Tired of, oh.
0: So, if you don't know, you're about to know. I am your boy, Waze. I am CEO and president of the Waze World Network. I am host of the Waze World Podcast. I am co-host of the Waze World Drumcast. I am co-host of talking Sports with Wayne Crony. I am one of the hosts of Black Guys Talking About Wrestling. I am co-host of Take Me By The Hand. You will see me on The Shandy Show. You will see me on Karaoke with Josh and Shanice. You will see me across the Ways World Network on many shows and all the programs that we'll be bringing to you because you know that we love to bring you all that flamethrower content. This is all we do here at the Ways World Network is bring you all flamethrower content now to my right what's up guys it's your girl Shani the
1: shooter i'm a photographer out of indianapolis you should hit me up to get some pictures taken um got some business things coming up so uh more on that soon i'm host of the shani show and i'm co-host of the way's world podcast and one of the three hosts of the drunk cat. so you 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 see me here and there you hear me in the background all the time so that's me hit me up i'm on instagram at shanichuda I'm on
0: uh, Twitter at ShadyDashita, and I'm on TikTok at Show. Boom. And Literally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's still Juneteenth celebration, you know? We're celebrating.
0: Father's Day, fireworks. Father's Day. See, I probably might hear quite a few fireworks going off in the background, but again, us people celebrating Father's Day. And yeah. Happy
1: Father's Day, to all you fathers.
0: Yep. father's now, to my left, this beautiful woman right here, this... Strong black woman to my left. She raised me into the man that I became. She Fed me. She took care of me. She put a roof over my head. She put the band-aids on the boo-boos when I had the boo-boos. She was shoulder to the crown, and she's everything that she's. She's everything. She's. She is my wonderful mother, Mrs. Carla. Miss, Miss Carla. <laughs> miss, Miss. <laughs> miss Carla Wright. Um, say hi to people, Mama.
2: Hello. First first time being live like this visually. I think we did one around Christmas, but that yeah, was just... Yeah, that, that was just the oh, oh, yeah. audience. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time being live, and yes, I did raise him. And wow, I'm very proud of him, because I didn't think it was going to be this. <laughs> but I'm very happy it is, so thank you. <laughs> so,
0: uh, really quick uh, My mother is actually also an honorary member Of a certain club we have here at the Ways World Podcast We switched up the name um, So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's the Deuce Club So the Deuce Club is people That have been on the Ways World Podcast twice Which has only been About four people about, about four people Because was Jake Juan uh, mm-hmm. name's Rob mm-hmm. It's and my, my mom home. And then it was one other person that's been on twice. But well, we gotta get y'all jackets or something. Yes, yeah, sure. t-shirt, T-shirt, right?
2: yeah, shirt But wait a minute, I just gotta put a holler out to my cousin Jana. She watching. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey Jana, hey Jana, <laughs> that's the Madea in the family.
0: <laughs> so on today's episode, we're going to discuss Father's Day. Um, just kind of give some of our favorite memories. Um, also, we're going to talk to my mom about her birthday. Like, you know, talk about it, see how she feels, you know, and I just, I just love my mom so much. So I just want to kind of just talk to her and just give her opinion also on our main topic of the day, which is going to be Black Lives Matter issues as far as rioting, protesting, as far as everything that's been going on right now. So... Um, first things first, as you all know today is Father's Day, okay. so shout out to all the fathers out there all, like,
2: all the right? fathers, Thank you for all you do all the fathers, whether
0: you're
1: physical or in heaven or all right. your stepdad or all the girls, even,
0: all the father I'm gonna say father even figures. if you're an uncle a, even if you're a father figure, like, shout out to you and
2: I just want to say all the fathers that were there for like my son from Reginald Jennings to Big Terry to just, you know, everybody who was in Boy Scouts, you know, he had so many men. Pe- you know, I never wanted people to give me a gift saying, oh, you're the mother and the father, because I was just the mother raising a man. And I had him. And I just appreciate all those people, you know, who was a part of his life raising him. The same way as there was so many people besides my dad, Carl Hopkins, I had my Uncle George, I had my Uncle Jose. You know, I had my godfather, Curtis. You know, I had my, you know, my uncle, Klutes. There were just so many men that I saw being real men that helped me raise him, to show him what a man is supposed to be, even though he didn't have one in his house 24-7. So I just want to say thank you to all of them. I really appreciate it.
0: Definitely, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Because this um, was not
2: an alone project. This was not an alone project. Mr. Williams, we know
1: you were <laughs> a father. We We <laughs> We, we all fathers, talking about day. all <laughs> fathers, father's, 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 father's I
0: include you. Happy oh. Father's Day. we, yeah. we talk about? Talk
2: about Shanice's
0: daddy. Talk, talk about
2: oh, some. Po- oh, no. Let's talk about Shanice's daddy. Talk, talk, talk about some, talk about some. No, no. Let's talk about Shanice's daddy. Thank you, because you have been there so many times for my son. When I couldn't be there, and I told you that when they got married, and I say it all the time, I appreciate you so much. So thank you, thank you for everything you've done for my son. You were there when I could not be there, and I just want to say thank. you.
0: For real, like, like honestly, like, if you, like, let's give you all a little personal shout out here for a second. Like, our, our first couch that we got, or like our second couch that we got, came from him. Like... Just first of all, just shout out
1: because my guy is literally my twin. And so many people, it's like, like, I feel like people say that with you and your mom. Yeah. Because like, y'all look so, like, I, I feel like I look just like my
2: dad. But sometimes if you feed them long enough, they just turn out looking like this. <laughs> and I think that's what happened with you. But it's okay,
0: though. It's
1: okay.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Shout out to all the dads. Go ahead go ahead with your, uh, go ahead with your shout out. Yeah. Uh Terry talking about some large, y'all got my mom on the podcast. Uh, yeah, know. She don't no. lie. <laughs> she don't lie. Matter of fact, pull up the comments. Listen, yeah, I'm looking. up. You, got, yeah. you know you got that shade screen on your phone. Well, that here, here we go. No. You ain't about to be Mr. Krabs. Here, here, here. <laughs> you know, like, I'm inside. <laughs> I'm ready. I came ready, okay? But no, like, for real, he helped us move into our first apartment. He helped us move into our second apartment. He gave us, like, some of the furniture that, like, we ended up furnishing our apartment with. Like, he, he came through in so many clutch, so many clutch times. Um, no
2: equipment, because literally the iPad. You know, uh, iPads, well, like, and that's, and, that's what, and that's what fathers do. Because my father looked out for me so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I said, when when he passed away, it was like me going into an ocean. Like, okay, what am I supposed to do now? But what you learn is what your parents have taught you when they're not here. You learn all the lessons. I think of very lesson my uncle George told me, my uncle Jose told me, my dad told me. I start quoting them. Like even with with raising you, I mm-hmm. start quoting things like I didn't even know I was listening, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's really good. Like I said, your dad's a good dad. That's what dads do. That's what a dad is supposed to do, especially for his daughter, because that's your first love. Mm-hmm. Your father's your first love in your life. You know what I'm saying? And that was that my dad was my first love in my life. Yeah. And he's the one who teach you how to love a man. And that's just what it is, you know. And I, and I, and like I said, because of my uncles, and I see it with. um my cousin, to how their father was with them, and how close knit they are, I just see it. You know, so I just was raised by great men. I just was, and like I said, obviously that passed through to my son because my son is a great man.
1: I also wanted you guys to just say a prayer for my dad because my dad I just also came out of a surgery recently. <laughs> yeah, he's on bed rest right now uh, from my dad uh, from a surgery that he just had. So just keep him, in, keep him in your prayers Oh yeah, and I love you and happy
0: Father's Day. And shout out to my pops out in Georgia. Um, we've had, you know, had our differences, had had our our our, our, You know, we had, we had our differences But, again, when You haven't been able to be there for every time But in times that I needed you You have shown up And I really do appreciate you for that, Pop So I do want to say thank you Like, you've given me some very, very sound advice That I still take with me um, You've helped me You've helped me You definitely have So I really do appreciate you, Dad. Shout out to
1: you Happy Father's Day Love y'all
0: so next thing mommy
2: tomorrow is your birthday yes baby. i'm over half a century old Mama. <laughs> i can't believe it but, but you look good so no, way. and i made it here through the prayers of others okay mm-hmm. i mean seriously if i'd have my family my auntie freddie my auntie suda all them praying for me because you know like i said you don't everybody don't start off this way
0: mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Everybody go through trials and tribulations, and we all were young once, and we do our things. But you know, like I said, with the prayers of others, you know, we make it. Yep. And that's all we can do is just keep on praying for each other and, and making and stuff. But yeah, but thank you. You know, because I do still have people, you know, say like you're 52, but I just think, you know, when I'm buying something, it's when you buy something else. So you know, <laughs> I, just think it, I just I just think it'd be that kind of thing, though. But no, but I appreciate. it happy Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Tomorrow's my actual birthday. I have to work. Oh, thank you, Terry. Thank you. Christina said happy
1: birthday. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Hey, Christina. Thanks
1: for tuning
2: in. And I don't think it's never too late to send me a gift.
0: (laughs) It's never too late, okay? Okay. (laughs) So, I just want to kind of just give a couple of memories that I have with my mom because I don't talk about her a lot on the podcast, but I'm always, again, off screen, I do nothing, but. Talk about my mother. <laughs> I didn't have to talk about my mother. Uh, so I just want to kind of just basically just let y'all know a few things. Like, one one memory that I have particular, like, is when I graduated high school, that I don't see my mom cry a lot. It's a very rare occasion. Um, but when she walked in that auditorium, like, and I happened to catch her in the crowd and she saw me, I saw her wiping her face. And I'm like, was she just crying? And then i my last name ends with the W, so I'm like one of the last kids to always go. <laughs> so when it was finally my turn to go across the stage, I saw Same. my mom falling. Like cause she cause like it was it was a moment. It was a successful 12 years of school going through Couple issues here and there, but nothing big, and I made it through. And she she sent me off to college like she she did she did her job. My mama mama did what she was supposed to do. The moment she did that, the rest was on me. And the and and even if when the rest has been on me. I can, like, when we first went to, it came to Indy, I used to call mom all the time, because we were so broke. I used to call mom all the time, like, mom, Woo! like, mama, I need a pizza. Like, like I need to drop me like $5 real quick so I can go to Little Caesars. <laughs> I, my, mama, my mama has come to the clutch so much, and just even, like I said, it's a, a shoulder to cry on because y'all, those that came to the wedding, you saw me cry then, but I don't cry that much. I really don't. Very emotional. I really don't. Very emotional.
1: Like
2: but, a, mo- a very
0: emotional moment. That's why I But my mama oh. <laughs> <laughs> My Mama, my mama has always been like that shoulder to the crown. Like if I'm like if something's really, really bothering me, like that's why I love my wife. Because just like my mom, she's able to un she's able she's one of the few people that's actually able to look at me and be like. Something's, like, really wrong with you. Like, something... Even oh, I can tell him. <laughs> yeah, I can tell in his voice. I can tell in his voice. I'm like,
2: okay, what's going on? Some, something happened. What's, what's, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, we do that. And like I said, at the wedding, we talked about the wedding, so I can piggyback on that. I just always... It was just always hard for me to be that seesaw to decide when I could be soft and when I could be hard. Cause you know I had to be both at certain times. Mm-hmm. So at the wedding, before he was going out there to the marry Shanice, oh my God, he was sobbing. <laughs> he was I crying it. like a little puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Wayne, you got to man up. Man up, Wayne. We can't do this. You know, I, I mean, I didn't even have a chance to really cry about nothing. I'm like, man up, man up. But he, but like I said, I mean, he's my baby. He was my first baby. He was the one, like when I was a, when I was a baby, he knew when to cry, when not to cry. You know what I mean? So, like, like this is not, the, like this is not, like this, the this, yeah, this is not the moment, Wayman. This is not the moment. You need to be good. He like, and he like, in three months. I understand, Mom. Okay, Come let on. me get it right. Right.
0: <laughs> so we've always been connected like that. Like, well, but a story that she told me really early on, like piggybacking off of that, she said when I was born. Like they wouldn't let me leave the hospital right away, like, because he had
2: a hematoma on his head.
0: So well, my mama stayed with me, like in the hospital until until they let me go. Jeez. Yeah.
2: So they, because they was like, well, he could stay, you can go home. And I said, like, this is my first baby. I'm not walking out of here without no right? a baby. Wait, what? what are y'all talking about? That's, That's y'all crazy. Talking stupid.
1: Like, why I'm would like, you even tell a first? a first time mother or something like that. Like mm-hmm. clearly I'm going to be
2: here. They were trying to, they were trying to send me home. I was like this, but uh-uh. if we go home together, we don't go home at right. all. <laughs> wow. That's so, crazy. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. And like I said, he's, he, he's been a good son. He's been a good brother. He just, he just, he just, like I said, I'm just, you know, I'm just glad he's just a good man. And he, he has good friends around him. You know, he, he's got a good, you know, it, it, he didn't start off easy. He didn't start off easy. He had a lot of issues in the beginning from outsiders because he never fit in. Like I said, Wayman never spoke slang. Wayman always spoke correct English, so he didn't fit in that way. You know what I mean? And sometimes Wayman thought that if he acted out to get attention, that was attention. And finally he learned that that was not the way to do You know? And like I said, after a lot of whoopings, Uh, a lot of, (laughs) a lot of punishments, a lot of taking away the Xbox and PlayStation. Y'all, Wayman be telling
1: me stories from when he was a to when he was a child, I'm like, I'm surprised
2: you wasn't getting your ass worked. Right? I was. He was I was, he was. Mad. <laughs> all was. the time. He was getting away. <laughs> hey, but everybody,
1: you.
2: everybody get tired though. Everybody get tired. I'm like, okay, I can't okay, I can't no more. I can't do this. Like whiskey.
0: I remember I remember one time, right? Like, um, it's this church that we used to, that we all used to go to. There was a family church called New Hope, right? So my auntie and my cousins was like praise dancing. And I guess like me and my friends was like loud in the sanctuary like we was kids though we was like what we was like sixth seventh grade so like we was like right that edge like all right y'all should know better by now but (laughs) but you know we, we still was bad but literally so we like they told us to get out the sanctuary we left right and we went in the hall i like maybe 10 20 seconds later I, hear my, I see my auntie come around the corner with a belt. She's like, I told you, mom. I was like, what? I'm like, uh. I'm like wait, what I, what I do? Like, <laughs> and and I got whooped like right there in charge Dang. of my friend. I'm like, I'm like how? How? <laughs> what did I do? But, and A lot of times when I used to get in trouble, I used to really ask like, what I do? And they'd have to literally sit down and explain like, okay, okay. this is what was wrong with that situation.
2: And I'm like, okay. Well, you know what? Like I said, um, <laughs> my, my cousin Valerie taught me when you tell a child something, you have to be very direct with it. Like, you can't tell a child, oh, I'm going to kill you because you know you're not going to kill him. But you can tell a child, I'm going to whoop your ass. It's, and I'm going to whoop your ass. And you, that's what you're going to do. And that's what Valerie taught me. i learned something from all my cousins, though. All my cousins taught me something. My aunties. They're just, uh, I'm just a, a pile of wealth. I mean, of, of information. Yeah. yeah. Just Come on, but, um. And I learned from the Hopkins family because they tell me so much. But um, generations,
0: generations upon generations. But
2: yeah, but but Wayman was just a kid that he my children, including Taylor, my daughter, um, not she just <laughs> <laughs> She just At They just are they just was so adventurous. They made it easy for me to be a parent. Because I never had to push them to do anything. And that was what was wonderful about my parenthood. I never had to say, well, you're going to go. do." The only thing I made him have to do that they didn't want to do was, I was one summer, I sent Wayman from camp to camp to camp. Every week he was going somewhere. He was like, can I come home? I said, after we finish with the camp. <laughs> I
0: was like, I, was, I felt he like, to, just, he,
2: he i went to, He went to, He went to Boy Scout camp. He went to Bible camp. Literally, no. no let me to explain to you why,
0: why, why I got so upset about that summer, right? Because literally, she put me in Boy Scout camp. First off when she took she had to take me like halfway to Boy Scout camp. I was like, we didn't even got to do this I'm like, I'm like you driving this far alone is out of your character. So we don't like we don't got to do this I, That happened then after I got back from Boy Scout camp, which, yeah, was, w- w- which was horrible Two days later. She sent me off to a writing camp in Evansville. Yeah. I was like, where's Evansville, okay, right? little was there for a week Left there, then I went to IU, and when I went, I went to IU for a week, and I'm like, okay, can I please be done? She was like, you got one more, and then she <laughs> and then she sent me off to that fourth place. Yeah, Bible and camp, and I and I was like, I'm like, I'm like, so they go a whole month of my summer going. I'm like, I got July like two days in August. Wow, like, <laughs> y'all know that episode
1: of American Dad where Stan is like really trying to get Steve and Haley to go to the summer camp,
0: and they want to stay home so bad. It's literally, like that's the same. I was just like, let me stay home. Just what? just, just, just. She was like, no, nope. every two days. Every, I was home for two days. I would say, what's up to my, to and my friend? And that's
2: why you never saw my son standing outside a store or sitting on a porch or hanging out like that. Because know, I always I, kept them busy. Was, and that's summer. the best. And that's the biggest thing I could tell people about parenthood. Keep your children busy. If you keep, I don't mind is a devil's workshop. And that's what I did. I kept him busy, and that's the best advice I can give you guys when you have children: keep them busy, keep them going, because that way he couldn't go out there and, and get into trouble. And he was such a good one that when he was around people who were in trouble or doing bad things, they would watch him. Okay. And then when he would do bad things and things like that, they would send him home. They said, "We about to do bad things. You need to go home." Literally,
0: like I'm like I'm like I want to do hood stuff with my friends. Like <laughs> like I want to do hood stuff with my like Come on, man. And they was like, nah, they was like, nah, because one because everybody kinda knew they was like one, if we let you do it, alright, cool, like that's on you, but it's really not on you. Cause when if we get caught up in whatever this is, then that's we gonna have then your mama gonna get involved. Then I'm gonna have to
2: blow up the block. And <laughs> then the block blown up. Everybody has a home. Yes. Everybody is just, is just destroyed. <laughs> so right. So they did right. And I and we respect them. They all yeah, blow yeah, And I'm saying like, yeah. all right, and I, you know. I, I did my stuff on my left. like <laughs> maybe then. Maybe then. But not under Mama's my watch. But not under my watch. But not under my
0: watch. But that's good. Hey,
2: definitely, baby. I see you.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I see my, my guy. My she, my mama, my mama just... Like, if it wasn't upward bound or it wasn't a camp... Like, I remember upward bound. Let me explain to y'all how she got me in this program, right? It is the So, my mama, right? I think... She had told me about Upward Bound. She had told me what it was, but I was like, mama, I don't want to go. I'm like, it's a whole bunch of kids. I don't know. Don't and like something you don't like. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, there's a couple in there. I kind of know, and I don't really It's a lot going on. I'm cool. So she was like, all right, all right, cool. She, she left it alone. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm thinking, did I just win? Like, did I finally just win on? my mom? Like, did I finally get to decide what's going on here? She she one Saturday was like, you wanna go get some ice cream, just me and you? I was like, I would love that, Mom. I would love to. I would love to go get ice cream just me. Oh baby. my god! Like I'm like she was like, no Taylor, just me and you. I was like, what? Come on! Like I I, I, I ran to the car like, all right, bet, bet, bet. I'm about to get some ice cream with my mama.
1: Like
0: she pulled into the Purdue parking lot. I'm like, why are we here, in Purdue? She was like, like nothing. She like she she was like, I got some class stuff to do. She played it off on herself. Dang. I yeah. was like, okay. So then I end up we end up walking into this room and it was this man and it was this lady and it was like it was like she's like, hi, we're here for Upper Bound. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, what? No. She, was, she was like, she was like, yeah, this is my son, um, Wayman. He, he's gonna be, he's in the program. And I was like, oh yeah, check my name off the list and everything. Pretty much. Before, no ice cream. But, <laughs> It went to afterwards, I was, I was stuck in that building for like three, four hours, and then at the end, I looked at her, I was like, why you do that? She was like, we can get ice cream now, though. <laughs> all right, all right, mom. All but it right. was a good experience, that wasn't it. I'll say this about Upperbound. Yes, it was, because it gave me a chance to meet people, like different types it. of people, and it also helped me get college credit. It helped me get college credit a lot earlier than a lot of people that I knew. So I'll give that, but you know I had my my own little experiences in Upper Bound. It was it was fifty fifty, but the program itself was definitely uh, a wonderful program.
2: And it was something that I wish I could have done when I was a child, and I didn't get a chance to. And I was glad that both my kids experienced it. Was right. Taylor piggybacked after him all the time. So
0: if you're like, so I don't know if the Upper Bound program is still going on, but if you're like in the, the Northwest Indiana area. And you want to get your like give your child a step ahead when it comes to college? Definitely send them to upper bound. It is it's worth it. It's definitely worth it.
2: Okay, Okay, so enough about him. Enough about me.
0: It's not my enough. No. No. (laughs) What do we get
2: into? Well, I mean, because you only have so much time, you said so. Oh, but you want to talk about other things like?
0: Definitely do. Um, Okay.
2: See, I'm a director, you guys. I'm a
0: director. I'm a producer. So, <laughs> um, Get us So really quick, um, if you're watching, stay watching We're just going to switch out the audio Because we're going to take a second for our listeners That are just listening to this um, We're going to take a second to hear a word from our sponsor The Anchor app So if you're watching, stay tuned If you're listening, we'll be right back with you On the Ways World Podcast Again, season 2 Think about that, we got two seasons First season, all audio Second season, video and audio We tight like that But we're here, episode 11 So the next part that we're going to talk about Is just some of the the issues that's been going on Some of um, the issues that's been going on As far as the the black community And just the world To begin with Um, So Me and my wife Chandler, the shooter. We live in Indy and we went out protesting um, a couple days after they rioted the first time. Everything. We got to
1: see the aftermath of all the destruction that was done downtown Indianapolis. And me, because I grew up, I'm from Indianapolis and like I be downtown all the time. Like, you know, and I have never, ever, 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 ever seen. Anything like this, like it was anything. It was glass everywhere. It was like, there was this big truck and like the, the windshield was all busted out of it. and. It was just crazy. Like I saw a lot of lives. There was a uh, like a car that was upside down. It was on fire. Literally a revolution. <laughs> like and was, a monument
0: circle was was tagged. Yes, was, was to the whole Black
2: Lives sort of, Matter. This I think they like painted.
0: But it was a lot of a lot of F-12, a lot of destruction. The
2: Well, I can ask a question. Yeah. From being from two generations. Mm-hmm. So doing all this destruction, how does this move our move the movement on? That's my question. I know we want to be heard, and, and and like I said, I know we need to be visible, mm-hmm. but my question is when you destroy your own communities and things like that, mm-hmm. and, or maybe, if you you know, you might have friends who told you, mm-hmm. how does that help the movement on? Because the only thing I see is destruction is destruction, you understand? Mm-hmm. It's just not making anything better that way. I feel, I feel uh, protesting mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing helps, but the actual looting and things, I'm not understanding. So can you explain to me?
0: As so my generation, how it helps. So what I'll say is this. I don't necessarily agree with the rioting and the looting, but I do definitely understand. And the reason why I say I understand is when people have a strong feeling and people have a strong anger inside of them, it comes out in different ways. Some people, again, like, some people like, you know what, this has made me angry enough to go to the voting polls. This has made me angry enough to, to try to run for some office. This has made me angry enough to do this. People have peaceful ways to show their anger. Like, this made me this upset, and I'm going to go ahead and do this. Other people have other outlets. Now, again, am I saying that it's right? Not at all. But once you have 400 years of oppression and you have a generation that understands all of it, like it wasn't suppressed, it wasn't cut in half, it wasn't kept... It, we understood all of it. Not saying generations before us didn't, but...
2: I mean, you're not the first generation that's done this. You know, I'm not saying that generational, you know, they did it You know, with Rodney King. You know, they did it. Yeah. I just don't understand Why? In your own community? Why would in my own do it? community, why would you do that? It's just so hard to understand it. Because, I mean, we are being heard, but, you know... But we, I think we're being heard because it's a constant protest, not necessarily because of the looting. And right. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Yeah. I think it's because of the constant and protest. I agree. Like nobody's like did this and now they're falling back and saying, "Okay, we're good. We did this for a week. We're done." Yeah. It, it's it's continuously going on. Right. And that's what I can't respect. Mm-hmm. So the other stuff, I'm like, you know, it's just just doesn't make any common sense to me. No matter how yeah. mad you are, you know whatever and like I said, you that's why I was scared for you guys who out there to protest because I never wanted you all to get caught up with the ones who're not doing it correctly. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that was my issue with you all. It was the point about not protesting? Because of course you should protest. Mm-hmm. You know, because things don't get changed and things are constantly being changed now. Oh my God, it is strong you know, yeah. think about it like, you know, they're taking away Uncle Ben Rice, Aunt Jamal, you know, mm-hmm. the things that we just all accepted for
0: years. Right. But do you believe that those are small victories? Or do you believe that that... But do you, or do you I think
2: any that? victory is a victory. Mm-hmm. And I don't say small or large. You know, because everything has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, our world is changing because of the pandemic, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, no. You know, I just, you know, think anything is a victory. We're gonna take whatever you're gonna give us, and we're gonna get more. You know? And like I said, all these tapes out about how the police is, you know, abusing these people and doing these things wrong because even mm-hmm. if they get this one wrong. Like they said, you know, Lloyd died over $20. And twenty and as far as I understand,
1: was not fake.
2: No. See what I mean? so but you know,
1: a counterfeit pen <laughs> yeah. it's very cheap. Yeah. You could have
2: just literally... And I worked, I worked in the banking industry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I worked in banking, I worked in currency exchange, you know, that kind of thing. And a $20 bill, I mean, for it to be that deep for them to do that. But like I said, you know, it's just a way that um, people look at us, and we have accepted so much. Because I was even talking about, you know, like, Juneteenth or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's only been 155 years since the last people were told. So if you think about 155 years since the last time the last person was told that they weren't enslaved again, I'm 52. So you're talking about just a few lifetimes. Yeah. You know, you're not talking about a hundred lifetimes. You say we only been out of slavery a few lifetimes worth of people. Mm -hmm. You know, and like I said, I was born in 1968. And a lot of stuff happened the year I was born. You know, my parents lived through a lot of stuff that year I was born. I mean, from, you know, Martin Luther King to Robert Kennedy, you know, from the Olympics. A lot of stuff happened. Right. And you just have to really think about how... Is that
0: the, the, the Black Power Olympics? Yes, the,
2: yes, that happened the year I was born, you know. And there's a lot of changes that happened before I got here. And so, at, like I said, it's just a situation where you have to always remember where we came from. But I just think this generation is taking us to the next level of where we're going. You know, but you just all have to be very educated. You have to be very reasonable about the way you're doing it, right? Because you want to be heard. You don't want to be looked at as wrong. And then, like I said, once we get this president out of office, because I believe in Jesus, and I know Trump is not going to get reelected. Okay, I already know that. Like I said, I, I believe. You know, if nobody believed the damage you could do prior to this, they should. Because nobody, you know, nobody believed. Trust me, in my own personal life, things is happening, and I be trying to tell people about other people, and they like this. Nah, Carla, you're wrong, I'm telling you, I, I could tell you about somebody, and and, and stuff comes down and, 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 you know, falls down and it shows that I'm right, and I just think that's what happened with Trump, people didn't believe that he would do the things he did,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I don't understand how you're going to put somebody in office who never had a political office,
0: who does that? Yeah. Just he Never really, held a political office. Well, like, just because he like owned his own business didn't mean he was qualified. You can't run a to, business like you run people. Not I, I thought
1: that was one of the requirements. Aren't there like a couple of qualifications you have to meet of to course, be president? Of course.
2: Age and all that, but not necessarily hold a political office. Yeah, really? But age is a, is the one you have to meet. Yeah. I think qualification. Oh, so yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Say, didn't
0: I'm, I'm just again tell me if I'm wrong or not. Didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger like didn't he like not hold a political office? He a political yeah. Political yeah. Yeah. But they're born here. But no, what I'm saying is like, did he like well, not he, he like, be like, like or he be president? No, what I'm saying is like like did he not? Wasn't he like? Was he not mayor or something before he became he governor? governor? He went straight to governor.
2: He was governor of California. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Oh, what I'm he saying. didn't have any political office before before. before. But before but
2: that's not the, the it's not US. the U.S. Pre- it's
0: not the president. I'm just, not the I was just. I was just trying to understand it. Like yeah, but
2: he could never be president, right. Due to the fact that he wasn't born here, right? That's why they did the big thing, the big lie like Trump and them did about Obama. Yeah. Trying to say he wasn't born in the United States. He was in Hawaii. You know, and Trump was one of the main ignorant people who was talking about that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I have a cousin who almost stepped me in a Black Panther. I ain't going to say his name. But I ain't trying to, <laughs> I ain't trying to get cut up with the government. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's just these are just facts. On, on the way everything is and like I said um, your generation is the next generation to carry us through and you're the generation that's going to take care of us so that's why you all have to do what you need to do to get yourself prepared to do that because that's what each generation do, take care of each other you know, yeah. my generation took care of my parents right. so it's, it's rough out here now, you know what I mean it's, it's crazy like, we, we, we live in a different world literally and and I, it's not that it because i mean i honestly
1: felt like this would happen you know like i felt like we would get here some some sort of way but like to blink and or for this year to start and then j- for it for that to be where we're at now i'm like,
0: <laughs> like okay like this was the quickest but roughest six months of the year I've personally ever experienced. Like, from the beginning till where we are right now. Hold on, box of fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> They're crazy. They are going off. They are off. turning up for Father's Day. They life. are going off.
1: <laughs>
2: so
0: they of
1: y'all are out there turning up for Father's
0: Day.
2: Thank you to, to the hood. Out for real, <laughs> shout out to the hood. Man.
0: Shout out to the hood. But, um, hey, the fireworks made we lose my but I forgot what I was saying. I forgot what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> no. But we were talking about uh the year and how it how crazy oh, yeah. it is that
0: we're here now. Like from how the year started to where we are right now, this is again it's just been like the rough the roughest six months, like you had Kobe, rest in peace. Yeah, um, right. Like Again, from from literally from Kobe to a riot to, to and almost uh, some people, please I hope it don't get this far, but close to a race war. Cause you got you got the white people or Caucasian people, or because again I've, I've recently been told like those two ain't the same as what people say they are. I don't know. I'm not about to get into that. But you got people that feel like America is fine the way it is, and then you got those on the other side that feel like America definitely needs to change. Mm. And when you get these two opposing sides clashing. In history, well, history think, says it never ends it.
2: Well, I don't think it'll be a race war because we're in a situation where we all need each other. Exactly. Okay? I mean, you know, I work in a predominantly white business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My office. And what I'm trying to say is everybody's not the same. You cannot classify. That's why I never could understand how somebody could hate you for the color of your skin. It's prejudice. You know, though. Because, I mean, I have friends who are Caucasian, who are very good people. Mm-hmm. And when I look at them, I don't see them that way. Right. I see them as individuals. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think Martin Luther King was trying to tell us. You know, tr- you know,
0: judge me on, head on head. my
2: character, mm-hmm. not on my skin. And so that's what I'm saying that everybody should do now. Yeah. You're not going out there just hating white people. No. No, no because it is some, you know. I ain't, I'm not gonna say it's some good white people because I would hate for the people to say it's some good black people. To yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to say that. Right. But you just have to judge everybody about the character. Right. That's what it is. The same way you want somebody to judge you. So that's why I
0: don't think it'll be a race war. No, because no, I, want, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to say that it was going to be. No, I'm just saying, but like. But, like, it's,
2: it's a possi- I know what you're saying. It's the ingredients it's, of war. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. That was a better term. Right. Yeah, better word right. Word. But I don't think it'll happen. I
0: don't I don't think it'll happen. Um, but, no, like, we just have to get off. Because, like, on the, the episode that we talked about racism on with, with Rob, um, part two of that will be coming up very very um, like oh because
2: name. my cousin Jana she's just learned so much from you guys Jana said <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why that episode was yeah too. Jana said she, she, because she's a different generation because she's my cousin but she's maybe like 10 years older than me yeah. so things she went through I, I didn't go through you know because, I mean, that, she must have been born, like, in 58 or 56 or something. And so, with that being said, she went through a lot of different stuff right. than what I went through. Right. And I went through different stuff than what you went through. Right. Because I know, um, I went to IUN my freshman year of college, and it was so race It was so racist. Mm-hmm. I had, I had um, tested into the highest math class. It was, like, a finite math class. And there was only two of us in there, two black people in there. And when I would go, and I'd see all these kids the teacher for help, and then when it was my time, he told me, when he, you told me I, the room. I know, yeah, you can. And when it was, and when it was my time, that's okay. But when it was my time, he told me to go find a tutor. Yeah, that was that was that was see, my my professor's solution to me but like, to go find a tutor. And so that's where like some of my not my first racism, but some of my racism was. You see what I mean? What was interesting?
1: And um, in if you guys watched that episode when we had Rob, is he said that his mom basically had to have the, that that talk with him. She had he to was have eight, it with
2: me.
1: Eight years old. Yeah. She had to have that same when, conversation with me. When when did you have to have your when do you, you when was your my friend? my
2: conversation was. With Wayman, when I start sending him to all these trips, because Wayman sometimes was the only black kid on the trip. When I was in all these different colleges, with these weeks and stuff, and these you know groups and stuff, he sometimes he was just the only black kid there. So the first thing I had to explain to him is that you have to understand how they're looking at you. That's more. Yes, you know they they had to look at, if you know like Wayman, they're not looking at you just like you like them. Some of them are looking at you like like you're beneath them. Mm-hmm. And some of them, so what you have to do is to protect yourself, to stay above them. You can't do the same things they do. You can't get with a couple of uh, um, Caucasian guys and say, hey, we about to go do this. And he said, I'm going to roll with you. Because if they're doing something wrong, you're going to be the one who's going to get hit. Um, women is tall. Women's 6'3". three. have been 6'3 for a while Wayman just never realized his build. So we would be at a store and he would be behind somebody checking out and so said, When you, before our six feet of distancing, mm-hmm. I was giving you that before that. Wasn't mm-hmm. I said you have to keep your distance from them. Because even though you're you're not nothing about you is intimidating, but you're gonna they're gonna feel you're intimidating because of your building your side. So especially with, you know, people of the opposite race, you have to step back and get them space. You know. But you know, women, you know, been taught it driving while black. Yeah. You know, I never thought I had to get my daughter that talk. Mm-hmm. But she ended up, you know, had me talk too. Watch while driving Hey Tisa You have to watch while driving while black. Because they will do whatever mm-hmm. what they want to do.
1: When did your parents have that? But Do you remember when? When
2: did your when did your parents have that which you? Talk with you? My parents never had to have that with me. Really? Because it was never that way when I was sixteen and fifteen. And then you got to remember, I'm in a predominantly black community. Uh yeah. Okay. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, and then I never went away to school. So I wish my parents would have had that talk with me before I went to college. Because mm-hmm. even though I was predominantly black area when I went to college, I was around occasional people alive. Mm-hmm. and that's where I had to learn how to deal with them and then every job I've had you know I've never been at a job that I was not the minority you know everywhere from leisure time yeah. to every place I was I was always the minority yeah. except for maybe the currency yeah
0: but that was but that was in here. yeah that was in gear but other than that, <laughs> that every place
2: since I've worked I was the minority I mean, so, you learn. And that's why I try to sit there and say, um, to Wayne, about with people, people don't always know how to talk to you. Sometimes you have to teach people how to talk to you, but the best way to teach somebody how to talk to you is to be very calm. You don't have to bring back what yes, they yeah. give to you. You see what I mean? You don't have to be like, okay, you're, you're coming at me like this, yeah. so I gotta come back hard with you like this. Because you know, sometimes you can make them feel like a fool when you're calm. Like and I'm not even engaging with you. Right. You know what I mean? And that's my biggest lesson I can teach anybody. Mm-hmm. The way somebody comes at you, you don't have to come at them. You dude know you can. It's above me now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's above me now. I'm not doing this with you. This, you, you know, this, this is a non situation. I'm going to go do my job. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep it going. And we're good. You know, and that's the best thing I can bring out of this year, I want to tell you. You know, it's about controlling your emotions. Because sometimes they try to debase you that way. Right. Black, white, Mexican, yeah. Asian. Sometimes people don't want to see you upset. They don't want to see you upset. You just can't get upset. <laughs> but like I said, with everything, the biggest thing I can just say is everybody just go out and vote. Please vote. Please do whatever you can do to vote. Because, like I said, Hillary won the popular vote, mm-hmm. but he won the Electoral College. And do everybody understand where the Electoral College came from? Because that came from slavery to keep the South what they wanted to slave. And we should not have it anymore because it's no need for it. And it should get rid of it. And I was going to say that. So just if you investigate the Electoral College, that's what that is. So what else are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about
0: something else with another second. That's pretty much it. I'm going to say we talked about Father's Day. We talked about your birthday. Mm -hmm. We gave ourselves some Black Lives matters issues. Anything else y'all got on the topic that y'all want to talk about? Anything else you want to? Again, this is your your time.
2: I know. This is my time. And and I never have a lot of time with anything in my life. (laughs) So I should just really... Let me think. Um, I think I want to talk about... Oh, wisdom number sixty. My East Star Sisters. I want to put a shout out to you. Okay, all right. I want to do that. Um, yeah, any shout outs?
0: Oh uh, um, no, they not shooting. No there's fireworks. Fireworks. We closed the window, but you can still hear But they are like literally right, right there. <laughs> there, there, there was like no way of kind of of hiding
2: that. Tip. Listen, Dad. I haven't heard shooting for a while. I've been here for a while. I've heard shooting for. Quite a few months. <laughs> it's been very peaceful. Again, now, if we have been in Chicago,
0: different, mm, different, story. different story.
2: Oh, was, uh, shout out to Lightfoot. I wish she was my mayor. <laughs> I love Lori, her. Lori,
0: Lori, Lori, Lori. <laughs> I love her. her. These memes of Lori Lightfoot. Me. She's the bomb. Have been hilarious. Like, it's like this one picture of like that that party that happened. Like I guess it was like right when they, there was like
1: a window, and somebody photoshopped her right, right in that window, window,
0: looking at this party. Like did not to stay all summer?
2: Patty. <laughs> no, Lightfoot. And then, um like I said, shout out to my boo, David, who keep me on the news. I watch CNN all the time. I watch the news twenty four seven. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting like just like, oh my god, what happened now? You know what I'm saying? He keeps me he keeps me woke. Yes. So I wanna put that shout out to you. Okay? And then my, my daughter Taylor. My Tay Tay. She keeps me woke too. She tells me what's right. And um what else? Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Christina. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Thank
0: appreciate you guys it. so much okay. for
1: tuning in. Trying to um, think, do I have any like shows? Well, recently, oh,
2: Little Lies, Little oh. oh. did you, you
1: oh. have
0: any?
2: Do you have any shows you recently watched? Oh, I watch so much.
0: Okay. Hold on, oh, no, wait a second. So, look, but, look. What's your mom is. So okay, mom. we have a, we have a special segment that we do here on the Ways World Podcast called Shanice's Hulu and Netflix Picks. But for today, we got for, a remake for for an episode. We have Carla's Hulu and Netflix picks. Woo! Uh, so any watch any,
2: anything that says Black Lives on Hulu Netflix Prime okay all those shows are good I learned so much about um, Malcolm X Death because I thought it was one man but it ended up being five men that documentary that is good mm-hmm. okay on um, it's um, not Hulu Netflix it's HBO um, Little Liars or something like that my friend Shonda she hooked me on that um, I watch so much. I, you know, I'm trying to get out from reality because I'm a junkie in reality. And it's really sad. But, um, just, um, oh my God, 13 Reasons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we were we watching good. that now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, what else?
1: I, I'm over it, kind of, though. Because I'm still butthurt hurt from last season the fit, that they really... Did these kids really did what they did? So I individually feel some type of way about each what and every one of them. Season two, season three. Oh, or wait, what's the? No, it's season two. Yeah. Is when so,
2: you know have what? Season three is when and that's a good. You know what? And that is a very good conversation to have. Kids, you have to let kids be kids. I mean, I understand they're going to protect themselves because that's all they know. But that's why we have to teach them different. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, well, you know, we put so much pressure on children. And I, and I do believe, as a parent, I did that. I put a lot of pressure on my children. I did. To be this and do this and do that. Because my daughter told me, she said, Mama, if I need a dream killed, I'm going to call you. <laughs> That's what my daughter told me. Ooh, and she, but it, it's kind of real because I always try to keep the kids in a straight line on what to do. And all kids aren't meant to be that. You know, kids have dreams. You know, this was Wayne's dream was what he's doing now. And if he would have asked me about it, I probably would have shot it down. Y'all don't know, Wayne, what you doing? But he found a way to do it. And that's what one of my key things, too, to do is you have to let children as adults live their dreams. I don't have to finance it, though. Ah!
0: Okay. okay. But Trust, dream. Me. Trust me. Well, this dream is financing itself. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know what
2: I'm saying? But I'm just saying dreams in general. Whatever. You know. what I'm saying you want to be an artist. Mm-hmm. Go out there be a star artist. Mm-hmm. Right. Do what you want to do. You All know. Right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So. I'm, you know. I'm, I'm no a good with you. Right. Yeah. But you know. No. They're not stars. <laughs> <laughs> but I just say in general. You just you have to let your children live their dream. And that's what I've learned. And that's what he's taught me. You have to let your children. Yeah,
1: is it shocking to you at all when watching 13 Reasons Why that any of this stuff is probably actually going down in schools? Yeah. I don't know, a lot of parents were saying, oh, I saw a lot of comments from parents that were like, I can't even believe this is happening.
2: Like, you don't even know. Well, the reason why we can't believe this is happening is because you all are in an age of technology now. Mm-hmm. My daughter was bullied through Facebook. Okay, when I was in school, it might have been like a piece of paper they were passing around with a book. I forget what the book was called back in the day. Murder so, book. Or, or like somebody in my age can tell us what this book was. that You know, you sign names and people names or whatever. Like, Dang, you know, literally they were doing murder Yeah, they were doing that kind of stuff. Dang. Because like, we didn't have the technology. And so, so people were being bullied then. But now, for the technology of it, for people to, you know what I mean? Do mm-hmm. You know how many children I had to cuss out <laughs> in my lifetime? I mean, seriously, I had to actually get to these kids and I have to tell them that I'm not scared to fight a child. Mm-hmm. And it's really sad that I have to do that as a parent to protect my child. Because these people just, the jealousy of it. Mm-hmm. These children, you know, like, okay, I'm going to say kids born between 90 that I know about. A kid's room between 90 and 98. That's what I'm gonna say. The only kids I knew about were teenagers that I dealt with. It was so much jealousy and so much hate. Or I see somebody with something else and I want to take it from them. Or he's looking at you harder than he's looking at me. Okay, this is my best story. Wayman, when he was, Wayman's two years older than his sister. <laughs>
1: his eyes twinkled a little bit because he no,
2: he's like, What like It's <laughs> not even about you like that. And his sister. My sister always been a glamorous woman from day one. She's always been that one. So when she came to school the first day of her freshman year, she was glamorous, you know, glamorous, that's who she was. So his friends in the class would say, why did your sister have to do all that with her hair? Or why'd she have to do all this? Then they say that to you.
0: What they used to do was like, so, my bullying experience is a little bit different than my sister's, where hers was kind of more online, mine was... More physical. Mine was in person, like, it was mental and physical. Mm -hmm. Like, people used to say, like, one of the worst things somebody ever said to me was, when you die, nobody's gonna come to your funeral. Seriously. Um... And he will believe this.
2: Anything these kids say, he took the heart. And then it was for me to diffuse it, because I'm like, why are you listening to these people? They it, are nobody. Because
0: it was a job. I was there, forty hours a week. Right. <laughs> it was a job. Like you
1: damn near got to take a psychological warfare class
0: in high school, because you got
1: you just have to like because you, you battling,
0: especially you was battling from all sides. Yeah. But what they used to tell me was they used to be like, why is your sister fresher than you? Because I was like, I wasn't like I was dirty, but it was like Taylor, like my mama. He was wa- a boy. Yeah, so like my mama, Taylor had smaller feet than me. So Taylor could get more shoes than I could. I was wearing size 13 by the time I hit high school. So like mama couldn't get me as many shoes.
2: He wasn't wearing Jordans. But he was wearing decent shoes. Yeah. He was never dirty. No.
0: But it was Taylor, like a brand
1: thing?
2: Yeah. A brand thing or Taylor, her I mean he was a boy, he had his hair cut. Mm-hmm. Taylor would have her hair done. Heather, well, you know what I mean children. and like
0: even in high school like now I don't mind being that but even in high school I really didn't care about having my haircut it just was what it was
2: yeah but you always said your hair yeah I did first. no I'm no not, not, I'm not I'm not just, I'm just saying right, let's just keep that straight but anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but no but they would comment like but they would say stuff to her like well why your sister have to do this so I went to him and told him I said what I need you to tell your friends is this Heather I'm gonna get them any kind of hair do they want to tell you to have when they pay for it. Right. When you send me that, tell me, give you the money and give it to me, I'm going to take it to the shop and I'm going to get whatever the hairstyle they want. Because that was always my thing. People want to comment on you but they don't want to what? Why do you care? Right. You know, I mean, like I said, everybody went through this but it's just different levels. When I was in school, like I said, I'm heavy now but I wasn't heavy then. But people, but all my friends were skinny. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that all my friends being skinny, it was a situation where it was like, oh my God, you know, I was the big girl, which I wasn't, and so this made me feel a certain kind of way.
1: I always felt a certain kind of way because I was always the big girl, so
2: insecurities, I you know, oh, like hey, hey you know, David, I'm long my
0: But um, but yeah,
2: but that, but, <laughs> but,
0: like, but but, yeah. all, but also my sister, kids used to try to get to me through her. Yes. Like or try to get to her through me, and it was like. Like
1: they would say something
0: about her to hurt
1: your. T- well,
2: well, let me say, your well t- this thing. was the key. What I had to explain to Taylor was when before, like you talk about the talk. She had a talk. I said, when you get to that school, because he was in high school first. Mm-hmm. When you get to high school, remember that's your brother. No one is supposed to talk against you against your brother. Some of his friends are going to try to talk to you. You have to look behind you have to look behind why they're doing it. Are they doing it because they like you Are they going doing it to, try to get at him? You know? Right. So I gave her the talk. that when you go in there, you're 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 a nucleus. This is this you are the center. you two are the center. And everybody else around you, you're gonna have to deal with. You know what I mean? Because he's been taking care of her since she was little. And like I said, we all all three of us do stuff to make each other man, but that's a family.
0: Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? It that's going it happened. But I told, you know, I told her, you're not going to do this. And like I said, sometimes she's a child. So it's probably sometimes she fell short, I'm sure. But as a whole, yeah. the whole thing is, if you do something with Wayman, she's going to get you.
0: And vice versa. Probably. You know. Like, again, the reason is, like, my... my, my My sister calls me like a ghost sometimes because I don't get the opportunity to really be home as much as I can because I work a lot. Like if I'm not working, like delivering, I'm working on, I'm I'm always at work. It does like, I'm always at work. Uh, But I say it like this. If you see my face, if I'm not here because I'm here to see my mom, if you see my face, it's a problem. If you... If you don't see me, everything is cool. And that's really the way I rationalize it to people. Like, and it's the same thing with my sister, like, because me and her both live in the same city. If you don't see me, everything is fine. But if I pop up, you know it's a problem. Yeah, I,
1: mean. I kind of wish I would have been able to go through high school with uh, siblings, but... Me too. But that's like, I know I did read a lot, of, a lot of parents that were just like, this needs to be taken off TV because like this is not realistic and i'm like y'all don't seriously like kids are seriously bullied in in high school you probably was one you know some (laughs) kids not not as not as much and there's definitely a big teen suicide is like a huge factor
0: teen suicide has like its own
1: hotline i mean it's a it's a big problem like, so I mean I, I like the show I, so we basically because you brought up 13 Reasons Why so I was just yeah, like
2: really? but it is it's, it's a very serious thing and like I said I was bullied in school you know you know of course I'm not going to say the names but it was a couple of people mm-hmm. who, who bullied me when I was in school when I was younger and um, I had to I had to grow a backbone and what I mean by that is I had to you know but that, but that was my father because I have a lot of traits from like my father and I'm just like no you're not going to do that I'm not gonna accept that from you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I reached out to my parents and my parents helped me. Like I said, one girl was Roz, as I'm gonna say it's Rosal. And I don't know why she chose me. But she chose me. You know? Mm-hmm. And I and I, I never said anything or did anything or I don't know if somebody said something good about me and she was jealous. I don't know what it was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, the, but the story, but the whole story about this is yes, it's a very serious matter. It's different than it was 30 or 20 years ago. And everybody needs to, uh, you know, everybody needs to look into this because this is serious. For sure.
1: And just, you know, be there. For you. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many, I wasn't necessarily sharing what I was going through in high school with, with my mom. Not to say that I was going through anything remotely you know but i mean i always just had that like from the big girl perspective like i was just like uh, like i want to date i want to do these things like i just you know and, but i don't know on it
0: just is whenever huge, i go live you get a notification huge problem so. save the children yeah
1: save the children,
2: yeah. save, the children. But save the
0: children i agree definitely agree. But we come to the end of our broadcast. So, just some of the things that we covered. Um, we talked about Father's Day, which another father we passed through the screen. Um, happy, father, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked, my mother's birthday is tomorrow. It's his mother. To mother. My mother's birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> we talked about Black Lives Matter's issue. And when ironically end up talking about bullying on this episode. Uh, so, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Ways World podcast. Once again, I have been your boy Way. I'm your girl,
2: Shady the Shooter, and I'm Wayne's mother, <laughs> Carla,
0: and I hope I did okay.
2: You and did like that. that's you fantastic. fantastic. And Just like the
0: last time again. Welcome to the Deuce Club, mama. I got to get, okay. get y'all jackets. I got to get y'all jackets. I want a jacket. I like jackets. I like Thank clothes. you guys so
1: much for tuning in with us. We actually have a little bit more content to shoot before we head back home, so you'll probably see this again. Tomorrow? Yeah. At some
0: point? Yeah, y'all be seeing us tomorrow to... for the episode of Take Me By the Hand and another, or an episode of The Drunk Cast. So, trust me, tomorrow's content is going to definitely be flamethrower. But thank you all so much for tuning in.
2: Thank you, family and Peace.
0: friends.